Hello, I'm Joanna Johnson, a Miss Universe Great Britain finalist and owner of Hair by Joanna Johnson. And today I am discussing all things pageant hair. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode and the final episode of season six. Um, It feels a bit weird to be at the end of season six. Like, I still remember recording the first few episodes. It's so bizarre. Um, Season six, and we've already started um, the recording for summer season seven by the time we're doing this one, um, which will have a different host to it. Um, So I will be stepping away from uh, recording the podcast episodes for a little while and you will have a somebody else's voice from the pageant and team um, sneaking in. So um, I will look forward to joining you back at some point. But um, yeah, I'm quite excited to to actually step back from recording a little bit. And um, it means that Joanna, you get you get all the fun with me in the very last. We've got to fit all the the last (laughs) Um, it's all right I'm a pleasure to be the last one (laughs) we'll we'll jump straight in and can you just for anyone that doesn't know you explain a little bit about uh, your relationship to the pageant industry like how you got started and what you sort of do within it at the moment Mm -hmm. so I started pageants when I was 18 so 10 years ago now long time not for some but for me it's a long time um, and I first got into it because I was at work one day and um, I was doing an apprenticeship apprenticeship in hairdressing and a client came in and she was into all uh, pageants and she does the modeling and um, she was like a walk-on girl as well so she was all into this and she just convinced me to get into it and I was thinking who's this crazy lady thinking that I can do pageants I can't do that I'm I'm gonna be like a, a deer in headlights so Nevertheless, I still went ahead, did it, and I was into it then. That was it. <laughs> Pageants were my life. Um, and 10 years later, I'm here today. I have been doing hair in pageants for quite a while. Obviously, I've always been doing hair over the past 10 years, but I, I'd, over, I'd always done my own, um, or my sister would do it. And then slowly over the last few years, I've been getting more and more messages from different competitions saying I've seen uh, hair that you've done on like yourself for competitions and for other people that say I've done my friends or something. And I think actually Lauren Parkinson was my first hair for a pageant I did. And it was from then. And that was for Galaxy um, when she won Miss Galaxy Wales. So that was when I first started into getting into pageant hair. I think that was like, I must have been, I feel like that must have been before I started. What was it? My first, I first started in 2014 and Galaxy 2015 was my first Galaxy. And I feel like she'd been a Galaxy queen by that point, hadn't she? No. So she was 2017, I think, because then uh, I... Kept, it was my yeah. pick of the year. There you go. Yeah. 
Charlie like, 17. It either needed to be before or the pregnancy year because like, <laughs> thing from the pregnancy year. <laughs> like Yeah, so 2017. That's the year I started doing hair because um I think her hairdresser had let her down or something like that, or or something was going on and I they messaged me and that's how we became friends as well. So um then after then I getting tagged in things and people was recommending me and then now I just get more and more messages and I think now I actually had someone say to me yesterday I didn't realize you did hair um so yeah hopefully I'll get busier in the pageant industry as well oh amazing and is it something you just like you want you want to shift into having more of that more into the pageant the pageant side of it or do you try and keep it balanced between the other stuff that you do outside of pageantry with the hair is it um, I would say it's probably pretty much balanced. Um, I think I would still like to keep it that way. I don't want to constantly. I mean, I would love to do more of the pageant stuff, like the shoots. Yesterday, I went on to a, I did a glam squad day um, as Duncan was ill. So I stepped in and helped at that. And I absolutely loved the day. It was great. I felt like it just went really, it was just a really easy day and I really enjoyed it um so I would like to get into more of that but I don't think I'd like it to take over too much um I did a extension course a few months ago well I'd say November last year but with the lockdown again and everything like that it, it was put off for a little bit yeah so I did that and I'd, I'd like to get involved with that side more with both pageants and non-pageants but I just need to set up that and get that started first before I then move move that forward I'm I'm absolutely terrible at doing my hair. I have um well I used to have like a go-to updo and then I could do a basic curl. I seem to have lost that ability. I used to have <laughs> curling ones and I still I just I can't everyone's like, do it with straighteners. I was like, no, I just like clip my ears off. No, I can basic do a basic straight, <laughs> a basic straight, and I haven't done my basic updo in so long. I'm not quite sure if I can do it, but I had a basic with this like a foam thing that I just rolled it round and hoped for the best. Um, so oh, yeah. I've always been like a hire a professional if it's important enough that I'm like spending money to go to something mm-hmm. and I go to so few things where I need even pre-COVID I went to so few things where I need to look quote-unquote presentable whatever that means um that I was like I just I just hire a professional and I remember the first pageant I did where I didn't have someone doing my hair and I mean I had no idea what I was doing I always joke about how appalling my outfits were the first time but if people <laughs> seen my hair close up I was like I, I think toddlers and tiaras was probably around my inspiration um <laughs> just like I had like two sets of old extensions that really should have oh. been I had just like back combed and curled I think from a distance it didn't look too bad I, I or maybe my outfits were just so <laughs> bad that you couldn't tell how bad my, my makeup was so atrocious that you just couldn't tell that my my hair was bad as well maybe it was the least of the bad things that was oh. my, my look um <laughs> obviously there are people that are pretty good at doing their own hair do you think it's better mm-hmm. you've been on both sides of it you've been as a as a contestant and as a queen and and as a hairstylist do you think it's better to hire a professional even if you are better at doing it yourself and not a disaster like me <laughs> I I honestly think if you if you are good enough and you are comfortable with how you can do it and you know how you like it and you're very particular, then I would say do it yourself. But if you're if you're a bit on and off, but you think you can do it, 
but it could be get a little bit stressful or you say oh it'll probably go wrong if I try and do it I would say get the professional because it's always best to get someone that knows what they're doing who does it for a living who knows what's going to work on stage and 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 your type of hair um then you you're going to feel better if if you look better because then you'll be more confident and that'll portray on stage so if you do it yourself and that one time it does go wrong then you're not going to feel your best and therefore not going to perform your best because you're worrying about something and when you worry obviously it's not not what you want to be doing when you're you're trying to show your best self on stage so it's showing your face won't it if you're worrying about whether yeah like your clippings are falling out or not <laughs> yeah like can you see them at the back and do you know like anything like that so I think if if you have a, any slight bit of doubt get the professional to do it no matter how good you think you are if there's that bit of doubt get the professional and the other one I find and maybe it's because I'm so bad at it and um answers on a postcard if this happens to you as well um those of you listening but I get really sweaty trying to do my hair and it's like I've got really <laughs> arms so just trying to get my arms like onto the top of my head like I can reach the top of my head very easily but then I've got all this extra armage going on and like my back starts hurting and I'm like I want to feel glamorous and I'm a sweaty achy man <laughs> this is just not good this is just not working um, <laughs> get someone else to do it yeah no exactly it takes the stress off you you don't need any more added stress in pageant weekend you're already stressing off with pageant time never mind after doing your own hair as well (laughs) and so what would you say because you you sort of had um a last lauren had a last minute cancellation and so she was obviously knew you and was that's I was about to say desperate but that sounds wrong like (laughs) happened like that she didn't actually know me at the time she just knew I was a hairdresser (laughs) you guys are really good friends now oh what's the start of a friendship um yeah exactly but how would you suggest people go about finding the right right hairstylist for themselves and for their pageant like is there different there different stylists that work better for different pageants or is that not even a thing like give us a little bit more insight into that side of things finding the perfect stylist so I don't think there's a um per system or per pageant I think a hairdresser is a hairdresser it's what you feel your most confident self with your hair like so if if you go to someone and they convince you to change your hair say I know someone that hates the hair on a side parting you need someone that you're going to go to that you feel comfortable enough to say this is how I like it do it like this and they're going to go and do it you don't want them to go to someone that you've never been to that doesn't know how you like it and doesn't listen to you so I think it's all about talking to the stylist beforehand even if you just message a few and say this is the sort of style I want these are things I like these are the things I don't are you can you do this um and then just having that little consultation if it is even if it is over Instagram or Facebook I think it's it's definitely best to have the conversation rather than just booking someone because someone's said the good or your or your friends had it done by them you definitely need to speak and and go into detail about these are the styles you want or this is what type of hair I've got um just so it sort of prepares the hairstyles as well and then if they don't feel comfortable doing that say someone's got extremely long thick hair if this hairstylist doesn't feel comfortable doing that then they they should really say no um so then they're not wasting your money and time and and vice versa so I do think it's all about doing 
the research, looking at pictures, speaking to people that they've done the hair with, not just one person or one friend. It's about speaking to multiple people that they know. Um, and if they have an Instagram, go and look at the Instagram pictures. If they don't, message them and say, have you got any pictures of pageant hair that you've done? Because um, obviously if they're a normal hairdresser, they're not going to fully know what we mean by when we say pageant hair. <laughs> um, I mean, some of them will. A lot of them won't. So if they haven't done pageant hair before, just make sure that they know like how you're going to want it and, and that they feel comfortable doing that. Awesome advice. It's um yeah, it becomes a bit of a minefield, particularly those that are new into it. And I'm always I'm always like, but find book a hairstylist that knows that knows pageants, particularly mm-hmm. if you don't know pageants, because you you it's the blind leading the blind then, isn't it? If you don't know pageants, exactly. Your hair and makeup team don't know pageants, then um, yeah, <laughs> and they're basically you're screwed. Um, no, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's all right. I've Sometimes got... that the people, sorry, some people don't use pageant hairstyles, and it turns out great because that's how they like their hair. Mm. So if you want to use someone that's used to doing your hair as well, like if you want to bring someone that you you're confident in their actions with your hair then you can do that also uh, because then if your hair's how you normally like it then like I say before you're going to be confident most confident self I've got to learn how to curl Felicity's hair so she's got curled <laughs> hair and she's doing a little charity pageant in a couple of weeks oh. um, and I love her but I'm not paying for her to have her hair done just yet mm, um, yeah I don't need hair. to do that she hasn't got that much hair anyway but it's not the curls aren't neat enough um mm. to just be left for smart stuff um and she had it done uh Duncan actually did it at one of the glam days we we hadn't booked her in he just did it as a little extra which was sweet yeah and um, and it looked really good and she that's how she wants her hair for this pageant and I'm like oh dearie lord somebody help me oh. <laughs> so get practicing <laughs> yeah I'm like it's the the curl her curl size matches my curl wand perfectly so I'm hoping the oh. overly priced curl one that I bought a couple of years ago that has had zero success with me. The reason I bought it was because it's going to work perfectly for Felicity and it will be okay. Um, yeah, that's why. There's <laughs> always a reason. I'm like, um, well, if it goes really wrong on the day, I'll just run the straighteners through it and we'll just go straight. But <laughs> oh, exactly. Get her a big sparkly exactly. hair <laughs> for the best. Yeah. Like, set the bar high because all she's seen is like pageant hair and pageant Yeah. I'm like, mummy can't do that. Mummy, mummy's like, she tried to get me to do face paint in lockdown. And I was like, can we just stick some glitter on your face? Um, and she's like, no, because she was missing out on all the events where there would be face paints. Um, so we, had, we had some face paints from charity events that I'd run. So we got them out the loft. And I was like, I'll try. And we had a drunk, well, I'm going to say like drunk stoned rainbow. That was <laughs> Um, and butterfly was the most successful because I just did really basic and then I just kept adding little bit by little bit as I was feeling a bit more confident. Um, the unicorn was interesting because unicorn horn is like the key of looking like a unicorn is having a giant horn sticking out of your head and she wanted it painted on her face. And I don't know if anyone's ever seen like pin the horn on the unicorn, but when you take the horn away from the unicorn, it looks really odd <laughs> and a bit... <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows what I mean and what it looks like it looks a bit weird and I was just like it just doesn't <laughs> this is like uh, 
it was that bad so hopefully the hair will not be as bad as the face paint yeah Um, but we'll see (laughs) Um, i'll give it a go what's the worst that can happen you end up straight in it (laughs) that's that's it it's all the worst i don't think we i think we have to leave it at like half past 10 so i've got time to do it twice so if the curtain (laughs) yes we will straighten it or i'll take exactly something i need to (laughs) it's the kind of thing that i think one day my my other half's gonna have to curl her hair for something with like no notice and he'll be just like amazing at it and be like well there you go your hairdresser sorted yeah (laughs) off you go he'll have that job forever And I mean, obviously, if you're going to do it yourself, practicing is something you need to do in the run up um, or be yes. doing it. Um, um, but how can you hair? How can you hair your prepare? How you <laughs> your hair in the weeks running up to the pageant? Like, is there anything specific that you should be doing to make sure um, it's in like good quality or easier to style, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Yeah. So I always advise people to do regular conditioning treatments anyway, um, because when your hair's dry, not in good condition, it's not going to last and it's just going to go limp and you don't want that. So I always recommend Olaplex for whatever works for your your hair. If you use something else and you think that works, go for it, keep using it. But um, yeah, just maybe lay off the straighteners as well. Just to, your hair's going to get a lot of heat damage over the pageant weekend, especially if it's like more than one day. So you're not going to want to put excessive heat on it the weeks running up to the pageant because then that's even more damage. So, and obviously damaged hair doesn't really do what you want it to do most of the time. So if you just lay off the heat, try not to do much to it and just do um, conditioning treatments. Don't do the conditioning treatments too soon to the pageant though because then it's going to be too soft and too limp because you've then put too much softness into it if that makes sense so you need to find a sort of happy medium um it took me so long to realize that about conditioners so I do a a part of my little self-care routine on a Wednesday um Mm -hmm. I have a bath I do all the scrubbing and the exfoliating oh that's the same thing scrub and exfoliator um what else to do like a face (laughs) hair mask but Thursday my hair's always like gross but the next time I wash it, it's um, it's like, oh no, I remember why I do the hair mask. Like it's and because I I'm weird hippie vegan, so I'm like <laughs> all, like this all natural stuff that doesn't come in any mm-hmm. kind of plastic packaging. It's taken me so long to find like shampoo and conditioner I like that fit my stupidly yeah. ethical demands because I'm <laughs> I don't care. Um, but it was yeah, I was I just like oh the because the first time I used it, I think my hair was so damaged that it just sucks mm-hmm. it all in and the next day my hair was lovely yeah. and I think I got that for a couple of weeks and then suddenly because actually my hair wasn't as bad <laughs> anymore then yeah. it was like too too sticky too greasy it's like it needed that that it needs that day come yeah to, but it means by Friday Saturday when well occasionally mm-hmm. I want to look nicer than normal I'm not normally <laughs> don't really care very often if we're staying home (laughs) then it looks that little bit nicer and then I'm like okay that's what I do yep yep remember next week we'll still do like the hair mask thing like um yeah I I I do definitely oh you go you go (laughs) oh sorry it went blank I was like I don't know where I'm gone um no I do think there is there is a thing of too much treatment on it because then it if, if it doesn't need it 
it's just going to sit on top of the hair and make it greasy and 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 sticky if if you will um and then you're gonna the next time you shampoo it it will wash that off and it's not really doing much if it doesn't need if the hair doesn't need it so I, I usually say once a month um do the treatments and also you should always shampoo your hair twice so I always say to everyone whenever they ask them when they say anything about hair I'm like do you shampoo twice and they say no and I say well that's why you've just given yourself your answer um because sometimes people just do it once and then they leave their um products in and they think oh it's still sticky I don't like this product no shampoo it twice because the first shampoo releases all the dirt from your scalp and the buildup of your hair and then the second one cleanses it and rinses all them suds and them greasy particles and all the dirt away so you always should do it twice what are your thoughts because there was oh, i don't know maybe it was started by a tiktok trend or something that doing conditioner <laughs> first if you have quite greasy no condition first and then do your washes that no I, that's just that's just a waste of conditioner because you're just shampooing it out it's not it's not there's no benefit to doing that at all I don't think there is anyway I don't know where it came from but I have seen a video of someone doing that and thought that was that was very weird and you wasting your conditioner <laughs> sometimes my, my my ends get really bad I'll put coconut oil in overnight and then mm-hmm. just do my normal wash the next day and then also my bed smells like a coconut which is quite nice <laughs> but I don't mm, yeah very nice Again, it was probably something that I saw on Pinterest and so I'll give it a go and I like the bed smell like coconut, so occasionally I'll do it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Um, why not? No, coconut oil is good. It's good for everything, that, isn't it? It's like an all-round product. (laughs) It's how I make my body scrub now. It's whatever sugar we've got left over from whatever baking thing we've done, I've worked out, does all the same. um, And then coconut oil and then usually I like something orangey in it so I think I've got a sweet orange essential oil mixed in with it at the moment and it's amazing and it's yeah. like some of the I've got a massive pot of it that probably cost me like five quid in ingredients and 30 seconds worth of effort and it's like akin to the <laughs> 30 35 pound ones that I used to buy and I'm like this is winning a life yeah <laughs> Because people used to talk oh, about... I might have doing that myself. Because <laughs> yeah, coffee granules was the thing. But the thing is, coffee granules don't dissolve in your sink. So as nice as it might feel as a scrub, it's blocking up your drains. Um, mm. So, <laughs> side note... <laughs> Unless you use extremely hot water. <laughs> do the... Because um, they talk about... you. It's meant to be like the cafetiere coffee granules that you use for it, which just, just don't. Oh, like, yeah. They're the ones that just like stay there, don't they? Just stay and people are just... The ones that you need a filter for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes those, don't, those are the ones that exfoliate best but will block your drain up um oh. so unless you're like scrubbing in a forest or something then I will <laughs> um, but the sugar works really well because yeah it does dissolve and and mm. it's also like if you've bought some for, for baking so that was why I used it the first time is I'd run out and I'd bought all this stuff for baking and I was like I'm not going to bake this cake for another year I think it was the Christmas cake sugar and I was like, oh, um, I scrub off and go, and it sort of evolved over the years. Anyway, massive, we've massively digressed, but um, I think yeah, with me. And so <laughs> you said about like don't do a deep condition like too close to it. Are there any other specific do's and don'ts like right sort of that last bit, last sort of forty eight hours before you have your hair done? Um, so I would probably say when you wash it is a big thing as well. Um, so when I leave for pageant weekend or, or wherever I'm going to an event or so, 
I always wash it either the day before um, or the morning before I actually go and need it to look half decent because then it's not going to be too soft either and you've got that little bit of dirt to just give you that extra bit of hold and the volume that you're going to get in it because it's it's not got that really soft silky feel unless you want your hair completely straight and flat then wash it on the same day or if you want in the volume and you want in the the texture you need to leave it so it's a little bit dirty still so the day before or the morning before wash it then and don't to use too much conditioner just use conditioner on your ends um i have people coming to me and they're like oh, i've just washed it I'm like, oh why have you done that to me now it's going to make my life a lot harder but then i get the opposite and they're like oh i've not washed it for five days because i thought it'd be easier but then you don't want to touch it <laughs> yeah well it's, it's not even that because that doesn't bother me at all like i would touch it i'm not bothered but it's it's the fact that then i've got to put the back comb and then because there's that much grease and dirt in there i can't back comb and it's not going to stay in there properly because it's so greasy that the back comb's just falling out um, and then you've got to use extra products and then it goes crispy and then too much hairspray and too much products can actually make it drop quicker because then if you touch it and it's crispy it's just going to fall out yeah. because it's got no um, hold to it it's just crisp it's an absolute minefield um, <laughs> is, do you think there is such a thing as a pageant look I think maybe do you think maybe there was and there isn't now um this kind of like this pageant what is the pageant hairstyle if there is one so I always say I wouldn't say there's a pageant look because everyone looks different and I think everyone suits different things and and get away with different things. Like I love when people win with I love when people compete even with straight hair. I absolutely I think it looks absolutely incredible. If you've got really straight hair and you keep trying to put a curl in it, it's just not holding and it's not working for you. Go for the straight hair because I absolutely think it looks incredible when it's done right it can it, it's just wow and that is not your typical pageant look but I think over the years more and more people are daring to do that and um, I wish I could do it myself but I've got quite naturally curly frizzy hair so it just doesn't work for me because any bit of humidity or any bit of sweat <laughs> mm-hmm. is going to just make my hair go pfft. So I can't do that look. But if you can go for that look, do that look. And don't always think you need these big pageant curls because you don't. That might have been the case a few years ago. But now I think it's getting a bit more open and people are a bit more accepting of of different styles. Like there is a girl competing in Miss Universe Great Britain this year who's got absolutely beautiful, naturally curly ginger hair. And it's amazing. And she's going with her natural curls and embracing that. And I absolutely love that. I think it's all about embracing who you are. Don't try and change something about yourself, like your hair, for a pageant because then you're not you're not showing your true self. So so yeah, I don't think there is a pageant look at the minute. Um and I hope it sort of stays that way. I hope people think now that they can they can go for different looks a bit easier than they could before it was um so the time of recording this this is actually going out quite soon after recording sometimes I'm months ahead um but this <laughs> is quite nice um and uh so I've just come back from the the PIAs and pageant queen um weekend and 
there was such variety on the stage, yeah, from that perfect straight, sleek look um, to the big mm-hmm. pearls. Um, it was just, yeah, it was really, really lovely to see. Um, and I was like, oh, this is quite interesting because, yeah, I think when I first started, there was very much like a pageant look. I remember, yeah. um, oh, Ruby doing, I think, what was it, in 2016, she did a big bun on the top of her head. Yeah, Rubia. Wow, like like it was such a it was such a different thing to sort of see and to to have like an updo for all the rounds and stuff like that. So I really like that this is something that's that's petered out. Um I don't know if it has in the world, so if you're listening from other countries, but um but in the UK (laughs) I really like that it's something that's petered out. And yeah, I agree. What would you say? Because that the, I think the updo was something that people would be like, oh, you get you have the updo for the day and the down do for the night. And um, do you see that a uh, key difference between the day and nights and well, day and stage hair, I guess, because it's not always in the evening. Um, yeah. Is there a particular difference, or, or do you necessarily need to have two different looks? What do you think? Um, for me, I personally think that it's good to have two different looks. Um, you don't just want to look at the same, exa- like exactly the same all day, every day. It's good to change it up slightly. Um, I always try and do different looks for if I was to do an interview and to a pageant. Personally, for me, I do similar. Well, actually, no, I did last time. Last time I competed, I did similar um, to stage to interview. But I think it's just a more relaxed version um but it is good to get the different the different styles in if you want say a ponytail or a bun for the day or even just nice sleek loose waves it's always great to have a bit of a difference to the to the big pageant hair or if you're having it straight in the day at night do it maybe in like a ponytail or an updo or even just put a few loose curls into it in the end just so it's a slight bit of difference and and you're giving that versatility amazing and um, what should we talk a little bit about when you're sort of trying to find your your stylist which is obviously something you need to do in advance um but what else do you need to make sure you do in advance planning wise so not necessarily the hair care side of things but planning um is it helpful if they have pictures should they send the pictures in advance or just rock up on the day what do those extensions all those kind of things what additional things they need to have um sorted in advance of the final day yeah, so if anyone ever comes to me and they're competing in the pageant and turn up on the day with clipping extensions, I would cry. I much would prefer to know earlier on than on the day if you turned up with clipping extensions because then I can plan my time better and, and know what time I'll be finished you so then I can get to the next person. Um, so yeah, I think if, if you do have clipping extensions or even just extensions that are in already, make sure you tell the hairdresser and that they know to plan for extra hair because with clippings you've got to obviously put them in and do it at the same time so it does add that little bit extra time on um and with pictures i mean i do like having pictures off pe- from people because then you know what they're saying in their head because some people in if they try and explain something it can come out completely different to what i'm hearing and then they're like, oh, well, this is not what I meant. And I said, and then I would be then panicking. So I do then think it's good to send pictures, but don't always think that it's going to be exactly like that picture. Because say if you go on Pinterest and get pictures from there, 
most of the time the pictures on Pinterest are edited or they've got about 10 million pieces of hair add-ons in they've got a clip-on ponytail or they've they've enhanced it in some sort of way so I, I do think when you have pictures just take pictures in and use it lightly don't be like I want them exactly like this picture because their hair also could be quite coarse and thick and curly and hold a lot better than yours so if you've then got straight fine hair and you've not bought any extensions and you want me to then create this big thick curl it's just not going to work it's it's not going to happen so I do think planning is a big thing and and speaking to the hairdresser um, and just making sure that they know about like like the ascensions and, and what you want to do. I don't even mind if people don't tell me what they want on until the day, as long as I, I basically have seen a picture of them. I usually, if someone books me, I usually just go on a quick scan of the social media to see how they like the hair and like what their <laughs> hair type it is. And that stalk. does always help. <laughs> stalk yeah, a little stalk. Yeah. Just a little stalk. <laughs> can you do anything with extensions in advance like if they're um if they're just having you for the evening is it worth them trying to get the extensions to you before they they sit down and actually have their hair done is that ever helpful or am I overthinking it no so that that is really helpful actually because that does save time um sometimes I put the hair in and then curl it all together but if I if they have been brought to me beforehand then they're going to get longer in the pink girls and they're going to get longer to set because then that'll initially mean that they're they're going to last longer because they've been in the pink girls longer. So if they can be given to the hairdresser beforehand, definitely do that. And, and while we're on the extension trip, do you prefer like the, are they beaded, the per, more per, sort of semi-permanent ones, mm-hmm. clip-ins? Because I've heard girls have had their like proper ones, proper ones, quote unquote, taken out to only have clip-ins at the event like is is there a preference if people are like well I don't mind which way I go and is from a design point of view is there a better option um I I do think maybe if you've got them in already then that's then I'd probably just prefer them um just because they're already they're already blended into your hair they're they're already working in with your hair already and then you don't have to faff and clip them in and worry about are they going to fall out? Are they in tight enough? Are they in the right place? Can you see it? Um, so I do think having them already done is probably a little bit better than having the clip-ins. Um, and can you but blend, then the clip-ins have to really match your hair colour or can you like blend it in or do that you need to get a really good hair colour match? Uh, I would always say get a good hair colour match um, because especially under the lights, if if say you've got really dark hair but it's not quite black and then you go and get extensions and, th- and someone says oh these will match and they're black because in in that type of light they look like they match if you then go under some bright bright lights you're going to be able to notice your brown hair to your black extensions it's going to be very noticeable so I do think getting a good color match is is important um it's not so difficult for blondes unless you go for like white extensions and you've got yellowy hair I think on stage blonde hair can blend a little bit more but dark hair is more noticeable when it's not a match and whereas in in normal day-to-day life it's normally the other way around like dark hair is usually 
if you're just doing extensions normally, dark hair is easier to blend than blonde hair because obviously blonde hair has got all the different colours in and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Actually, I get I get my hair coloured, but I get it coloured basically the colour, like my natural colour anyway. Yeah. But when we moved, I was like, I don't know which salon to go to. <laughs> just time is really tight. And I was like, I actually quite like someone that could come here. Um, and she's like, oh, but I need to order the colour. And we couldn't. She had a, She was going on holiday. Um, so she had a very tight window. And I was like, oh, well, I always match my colour to my extensions. So I'll just leave my extensions by my front door. She lives around the corner so she can pick them up whenever she wanted. She's like, I've never done it like this before. But I was like, well, this when I go to the salon preview before moving, I used to just, I'd take my extensions and I was like, my hair needs to match these. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, I worked off that they I mean I, they were bought to match my hair and um, yeah I know they are my natural color but if we if I've been in the sun a lot more or something um mm-hmm. then it might have gone a bit of a funny color also if I if I turn up with my like got any kind of dry shampoo left on my hair my hair might look, look a bit of a different color whereas I can be like here's my nice clean extension this is what I wanted to yeah exactly <laughs> um, exactly that's that's completely true yeah um, what's the biggest mistake you see people make with on-stage hair? Oh, I think I made a quite a big mistake <laughs> with my hair a few years ago, and um, so I'll probably go for this one. And it was just, it was just too curly for the type of style that I tried to go on. I'd gone for it was just too much, and I looked like I had sausages like wrapped around my face. Um, and although that too curly look can be nice on some people, I think you've definitely got to look and see what suits suits you. Um, so I was worried that it was going to drop, so I, I didn't really want to touch it too much. And I think I just went a bit, a bit. I didn't go too much into it actually because I, I didn't touch it too much because I didn't want it to drop. And I think I should have just mm. brushed it out a little bit or or done that extra bit of care to it. But I was. I was thinking, oh no, it's going to drop for the stage, and by the time I've done my opening, it'll drop nice. It didn't. It was very curly. It was. It was a lot. Um, I need to see the pictures of this now. Like, I yeah, just, I can't. Picture. I think anyone else, anyone else, wouldn't even notice. I don't think. But when I look at these pictures, I think, look at that hair. It is so curly. <laughs> um, and also, as well, one year I went. I wore extensions when I first did Holly's competition. So it was when I did World Supermodel. They were far too long, far too long. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I think that was me first pageant as well. Mm. I, like uh, an electrified poodle that had just been kicked out of the <laughs> tiaras with overly long extensions. That, that's that's, that's oh, a okay. really accurate description of my yeah, I just think you need to know what works for you and, and practice makes perfect of, of what works for you. And you've had quite sort of obviously quite a few years now with like fine tuning it for how you do it with other people and how you do yourself. So you've got mm-hmm. um, competition coming up. Well, coming up ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Three weeks. Tell us what your next competition is and have you planned your hair and who will be doing it? So it is Miss Universe Great Britain on the 16th of October. So less than three weeks away now. Um, I I kind of, I haven't really planned my hair. I've planned everything else, but usually I know how I like my hair and I'm very particular. So 
I know what I'll be doing for a lot of the time, but I do want to change it up slightly here and there. So I do need to think about which outfits will look best with a different style. Um, and I will will be doing it myself because although my sister has done my hair for previous competitions in the past, I have done my hair the last few times. And I just, I don't want to put the stress on her because I know what I'm like. And if, if that one time it doesn't go right, then she'd feel bad and then I wouldn't blame her but I just know I just know what I would feel like and I wouldn't want her to feel the way that I would feel so I do do it myself because I am that fussy and I know how I like it so yeah I think it's just safe if I do it myself um and I think over the next week or so I'm going to be putting all my outfits together in album so I'll I'll put each day with pictures of everything that I'm going to wear and then I'll decide on my hair for each of them outfits amazing oh, I wish you all the luck in the world I can't wait thank you quite a few of the team um the rest of the pageant and team are I've got tickets and we'll be there um and it's really nice because we've got the um the lives going out on Instagram as well so um if anyone listening yeah what is that yet we we are doing a series of lives with the finalists so universe last year was the first time we did it and it was a last minute thing that felicia decided to do and we got so into it we were like we've got to get them up on youtube like <laughs> i did not sleep the last night before the finals because i was trying to get them all edited and up on youtube my laptop broke my oh. editing software broke like literally I I had a duvet on the sofa and I, every time it was doing something that meant I couldn't do anything else on my laptop, I'd literally try and shut my eyes for 10 minutes uh, with like a 10 oh, timer on, like literally trying to get these things up because it was like, <laughs> wanted the girls to know that they had like the support and then we were cheering them on and it was just like, we, we put way too much mm. on ourselves for that one. We, we, they are. Oh no, it was so lovely though, like. No, it was re- it was really really nice to have that support because obviously, like like saying Great Britain, we don't have that that support like other countries do. Obviously, you know countries like Philippines, USA, even South Africa. Now they all have this massive following, and Great Britain just doesn't have that. So it's nice to have something um, like an organization in the UK that that does shout about all all our finalists and stuff like that. So it was really nice. Like I know a, a lot of us appreciated that. Um, even though it was quite last minute I think mine last year was like the day before I went um to London or something because it was a, it was when we before we went to the London time wasn't it so yeah I think it was um it was just really nice for us to have that support from you all oh well glad you glad you enjoyed it we've got had a bit more notice this time to try and get <laughs> I think we literally tried to do them in a week um yeah it was I think we were a bit more organised. We did them with the Wales, um, Miss Wales finalists, but we mm-hmm. uh, miscalculated the number of Miss Wales finalists. And it was like they kept coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> as soon as we started doing the more that we didn't know existed came out, um, which does mean yeah. like you need to have more visibility on your social media. If, if pageant yeah. fans who actively stalk pageant girls online and try to message them can't find you, you're not shouting about your competition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> exactly exactly people should, should be able to find you and see what you're doing um you but yeah at least you where can we you'll find have to you? get um notice this year yeah so yeah. on <laughs> so on my social media i do have a page for my personal and my hair but i'm a, I'm a bit rubbish with my hair page i'm not gonna lie 
I don't check it as often as I should. So I do go on there and see messages and I'm like, oh, I've not replied. So I'll, um, I'll give both, but you're probably best just using my personal one, <laughs> which is Joanna Johnson underscore X. And my hair one, do you know what? I don't even know the name of my hair one. Let me have a look quick. I can tell you right now. So, oh yes, yeah, so it's just hair by Joanna Johnson. My other one. That's how much I don't really use it because I don't even know the name. <laughs> um but yeah so joanna johnson underscore x is my personal but i also take bookings for pageant hair on there as well amazing thank you so much for doing this this evening um and i said it's nice because it's actually going out quickly which i'm just not used to um but i think yeah <laughs> uh, you've had you had your op and uh i moved mm-hmm. out everything got everything kind of got delayed and i've been sort of fitting in the other ones as and when i could so um thank you so 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 much for fitting it in um and yeah can't wait to see the pictures from the finals oh no thank you for having me it's been a pleasure i've loved loved it it's been nice to talk about hair rather than just like even though it's been pageant hair it's been good to talk about that rather than just the pageant side it's it's a bit different something different to do isn't it so no thank you for having me it's been great Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.